Well, welcome to this special episode of Your Life Legacy Matters. And, you know, when we say Your Life Legacy Matters, we're sharing with you that our belief with the faith-based cause initiative with all our directors and founders and executives is that we really want you to understand that we feel strongly that your life legacy, your living life legacy really matters. So as we uh, enjoy the finale of uh, Women's History Month, and we're pleased to share with you some additional episodes doing this particular uh, segment. Uh, and some uh, segments to follow, we were elated to be able to uh, have uh, the person that pretty much laid the foundation, the concept, if you would, that we had of a life legacy. Uh, This particular person put the... uh, the meat around the bone, if you would, okay? And so uh, I wanna share with you, uh, time does not permit us to, to go through her very lengthy uh, resume, but when we thought about Women's History Month, uh, and when I had the pleasure to meet this particular uh, uh, person uh, a few years ago, uh, each and every uh, day thereafter, uh, she's always been on my mind because Whenever you meet a person that basically has over 40 years doing anything, it reminds me of my brother, it reminds me of my father, it reminds me of my mother, because (laughs) they did things, I mean, they just started. They started something and they kept doing it. I think often our beloved brother, you know, uh, last year, 2020, uh, was a very tough year. Yes. Uh, you know, we lost some very heroic people, oh, you know, from uh, Honorable Congressman uh, John to uh, Superior Court Justice oh, yes. Ruth. Uh, when we talk about Women's History Month, uh, let me share with you why we're featuring uh, this particular individual. About two and a half years ago, as we pursued the vision of our co-chair, Dr. Uh, Revely, in terms of helping people with their um, involvement, if you would, to their uh, state of health and wellness, uh, uh, Dr. Revely has always shared with us that we really want uh, to focus in on wellness because if we have to uh, really personify or illuminate health, It simply means that we're behind the eight ball. We want to be in front of things, okay, with wellness. And so this particular uh, person uh, was in our board meeting, and one of the uh, faith-based leaders said, you know what, if we could just find a way to make sure everyone within our community whether they're in our church, our synagogue, our congregations, our wards, or whatever their faith is, that they would be able to live life with dignity and be able to have the necessary resources that if something happens along the way, they won't have to worry about it. We can provide them guaranteed assurance. Yes. So the particular faith-based leader said, if you guys find that, if you guys find that, then we will be forever in your debt. And so uh, this particular individual went to work uh, along with some of the other directors and uh, began to source uh, you know, the, the largest uh, assurance, insurance companies, reassurance companies, and to get them to understand that if we're together as a group, as the faith-based cause initiative uh, is together as a group, wouldn't we have privileges that individuals wouldn't have? 
And so uh, this particular person has over 40 years. She's the most senior person in all of our um, interactions. And so that doesn't matter if we're talking about um, the largest insurance company in the world, Chubb, or if we're talking about uh, American National, if we're talking about um, Transamerica, it wouldn't matter. You know, we source a lot of different companies. Let me share with you this. During this woman's history finale, it's okay to give people the respect that they deserve. Anyone that spends 40 plus years doing something and doing it in a pristine way where they never have had any challenges with any authority. That means they followed everything meticulous to the, the letter they need to be celebrated. So without further ado, I'm going to uh, allow us to have a conversation with uh, our executive director, Reverend Michiko Miller. Welcome. God bless you. Thank you, Carville, for having me on today. Well, it is an honor. Well, thank you for coming and thank you for sharing with us uh, just how you've evolved in this process in terms of the whole concept of guaranteed assurance. Can you share with us the story? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, when you sat down with me two years ago and told me your vision of what you wanted to do to provide to the churches through uh, my passion, a community of insurance, and to be able to insure our uh, members uh, of the faith-based uh, organizations should something happen, there is a guaranteed legacy. So I fell in love with your living life legacy matters because while you're living, that legacy matters. And if something happens, then to have the legacy left behind, to cherish the memories and to be able to do final rights in dignity and respect and honor of the loved one, guaranteed life assurance, which is insurance products, is going to assure the families that they can have the peace of mind they need in that time. And when you shared that, to be able to share it with a community, with a price, almost wholesale, bottom basement, no one can match. I fell in love with being able to service the community that I grew up in, and that's God's house. You know, as you share that with me, I think of things such as a life statement. And uh, from the moment I met, um, Reverend Michiko, uh, I just jokingly would always share with her that <laughs> no problem, I'll be taking 50% of the royalties on the book. <laughs> because when you talk about a life that has been well lived, uh, some of you may know Reverend Michiko, but for those you guys that don't, again, she started something uh, as a child and you know, she fell in love with uh, God and yes. uh, she basically uh, and continued to draw closer and you know how tribulations and trials happen. She shared something with me last year that I basically had asked her not to share with me anymore. Um, she sort of uh, set the record for uh, funerals. Uh, she was averaging at one particular time three per week uh, and sometimes more. And when she shared with me the statistic of uh, individuals that were not able to actually even um, have a, um, uh, decent a, a, a decent burial, I, I just didn't want to hear it. Uh, I, you know, we all sometimes want to go through life and subscribe to the philosophy, um, out of sight, out of mind. Hmm. Well, 
you know, stronger people as they continue to reach out for strength and lean on their faith, they understand that they must not close their eyes when they see tragedy and they see things that are wrong, you know, uh, as has been said in a cliche, uh, you know, if, if you see something, do something. Well, uh, Reverend Michiko, uh, on her own, uh, thought about how visually she could actually share with people one of the most challenging parts of their life, not based on any uh, philosophical, theoretical, if you would, uh, uh, you know, offering, but on a real life, real life experiences. 2020 was a year like no year in uh, anyone's life. Uh, we know most people tune out the fact that, <laughs> I mean, think about it. How can you not think about when you get up the next morning, thousands of people died. Not hundreds of people, thousands, thousands of people. Carville. And then at the apex, it eclipsed 3,000. 3,000. And one night's sleep. Yes. So, Reverend Michiko, can you share with us just the um, um, thought process uh, behind you taking that cause on? And that cause would be what happens if something happens in this great publication. I'm going to be giving you guys information on this uh, yes. authored by uh, Reverend Michiko. And an offering that's just been, again, this is just the first edition. I'm yes. sure we'll try to get better. But Absolutely. It's not kind of the most pleasant thing to talk about, it's is it? It's not. So can it's you share not. with us a little bit about the and publication? Yes, Carvel. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, it came about... Uh, when I thought about uh, people are visual and sometimes we know what we should do, but because of the morbid censure around uh, losing a loved one and never being able to see them again, you really don't want to invite yourself to look that up. And so I came up with the Faith-Based Cause Initiative Life Legacy Assurance Brochure that we could leave behind and uh, people would be able to just pick it up and be able to see uh, the information of what an annual funeral would cost, the devastation on families' lives going from the transition of hearing of such untimeliness. And I, th the Lord just allowed me to sit down and start writing. Uh, the brochure is uh, definitely talking about uh, the Faith-Based Cause Initiative's uh, responsibility, the assignment that God put on your heart more than two years ago when you called four or five of us to the table to take the chisel and, and then COVID hit and things got put on, uh, uh, on a, on, not, not on a back burner, but a slow burner because there was a very present imminent danger among, uh, the world and the and a plague had had vacated or or had intercepted many dreams many goals many businesses many families life was turned upside down and many didn't know where to go or what to do and upon uh uh, uh trying to help by giving them some visual aids okay uh and so that they could uh come to grips with okay this is a a time where we have to help anchor, become the shoulders, become the wings, 
become the floor under so many that yes. they could read from uh, the executive desk what the founders put together, what you, Carvel, went to so many and said, I have a dream. And uh, I, I just, it, it still resonates with me. I get all warm and fuzzy about what you wanted to do in the community. And I wanted to be a big part of that. And I'm so grateful you gave us the opportunity to do that along with our, our chairman, uh, Greg. Uh, he is so down to earth. Mr. Garland is just a gentleman and a scholar. And when I was ill and I had to step away, I never stopped praying for Faith-Based Cause Initiative. I never had you guys far from me. Uh, and when I had to step away and go bury loved ones and come back or uh, God's people or get well and heal myself. Mr. Garland, he gave me a call and he says, we're just thinking about you. We want to let you know we miss you and your spot is waiting on you when you get well. And that just fueled me to make sure that I could be present, that I can make an impact on your dream. On And Dr. William Pastor Reveille, I call AKA my papa in the ministry and uh, my, my, my guide. Um, he just saw something in me and he never let me go. And he brought my name to you. You all gave me a call. From that, here we are yes. on our way to do something special, yes. something spectacular. It's a monumental moment that we are in right now. The momentum is beginning to pick up now. The COVID is being subsided. God has taken roots into this thing. And now look at us. Our baby is coming to uh, a full-blown eagle. Yes. And we're going to soar with this community. We're going to be able to do something that no one in the world has ever done. And God has ordained it through you, Carvel. And I'm so excited to be attached to you to make sure that it happens. Well, this certainly makes me want to cry, quite frankly. <laughs> oh, but, my God. <laughs> um, you know, I think that once we push towards a uh, uh, a more senior time in our life once you yes. uh, turn a corner at 40 and 50 and you reflect on your life uh, it's a good thing to think about a life statement because when we talk about your living a life legacy matters we are talking about a place for you and a movement that we're really uh, getting ready to uh, insert inside the faith base cause base and the charitable based outreach community and that movement is can we just empower yes. those organizations empower them with financial resources with technologies yes. and with the belief uh, based on a principle that we're not perfect no. Yeah, we're all going to have challenges, but let's believe in those individuals that are taking the lead. And as I have uh, Reverend Michiko think about this finale in Women's History Month, I want you guys to understand, and we never knew how to explain it to you. Uh, <laughs> come one, come all. You know, join us. You know, we want to provide uh, assistance Absolutely. and support to the community, and we don't want to charge them a penny. Yes. Because our life has been already offered up yes. as the resources. So let's just collectively uh, hold hands, lock arms, and follow 
our Revimichiko's lead, especially as we take a look at a guaranteed way to start your uh, life legacy program. So as we uh, go to this finale for Women's History Month, and I think of my mother, thank you for making a brochure, and I kind of see some of the pictures. I, it looks like my mom, but my mom was in charge of everything. We talked about life Mine legacy. as well. We talked about health. We talked about life insurance. My mother was always connecting six children. Six children, yes, beautiful. <laughs> Six children together. Yeah. So what would be your message uh, doing this finale for Women's History Month in terms of what we're looking for in terms of leadership and how we celebrate also uh, women such as yourself in the community? Can you share something with us in that regard? Uh, absolutely. I, I would just say uh, uh, my mom told me that um, behind every successful man was a great woman. And then she said, the greatest of the women were side by side because they were not just the backbone of the family, uh, but they were the glue that held the backbone together. And so we have seamlessly as women not absurd our authority over the male because I am grateful that God gave man as my head and uh, man is my glory and man is God's glory yes. and so as man connects with God the woman connects with the man see everything attached to God is going to win so if the man is attached the, the woman is attached and so that is why we so, we're so strong and we want to uh, make sure that the family, the values are instilled from us, okay? Before we let our little eaglets out of the nest, we want to make sure that they're strong enough, they know how to go fishing, so we teach them and we give. And that's what the Faith-Based Cause Initiative is going to be all about. We're going to go in and we're going to be able to set up workshop strategy sessions. We want to find out uh, from the leaders of the organization, what are your concerns? What are you having some issues with? And then we're going to put our heads together along with a platform of essential services that they can utilize through the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and be able to structure and, and, and anchor them like the female anchors the house. I never will forget. Daddy would work and work and work. Every Friday, mama got the check. And then she <laughs> issued daddy out his allowance. <laughs> Are you sure? So I learned well what to do when the money came, right? <laughs> and so, uh, so I share with the ladies as you uh, go about your entrepreneurship duties, your leadership, your assignments that God has given unto you. Make sure that you, you, you understand that you are rooted and grounded in the foundation of the family. Family matters. Family first. You have to be there for the family while God is supporting. So I would say to our prolific women, um, they are authors, they're dancers, they're teachers, they're singers, they're congressmen, they're 
vice presidents of the United States of America. Uh, they're judges, uh, they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're Indian chiefs, they're bakers, they're, they're uh, high school moms, they're basketball wives, you know, uh, they're pit bulls with lipstick, but we're ready <laughs> for the challenge that life gives us. And I'm excited to be in the studio with you today, Carvel, because I feel something miraculous is getting ready to happen. And this month is Women's Month. And as we celebrate such so many great, great wo uh, women, we have a staff of wonderful women. We, we have Overseer Janetta. We have Dr. Lucy. Uh, we have so many that have we've been blessed with. Pastor Yolanda. I, I don't want to get in trouble calling names, but these are the women that have come together under this umbrella to make our living life legacy yes. matters throughout the whole world. So it's a blessing. And thank you so much for joining us this episode. Thank you. And thank you so much, audience. Uh, our gift to you as we want to give you many during this finale. Absolutely. Women's History Month. Uh, Reverend Michiko Miller. So on behalf of our uh, CEO, Mr. Greg Garland, our chairman, Dr. Reveille, uh, I want to tell you we look forward to the next opportunity to fellowship. Ah, God bless you, sir. Thank you so much for having me. You know.